From Loka Minecraft, this is Cryptite, and you're listening to our Midsummer State of the Server. Over the next hour or so, the admins of the server talk about the past, present, and future of the server, and answer questions from the player base on what the plans are for Loka. Let's get into it. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the July 2017 edition of the State of the Server. Um, Going to go ahead and kick this thing off. Uh, for those of you who have never been to one of these before, effectively all the admins can talk and nobody else can, uh, just for sanity's sake, and uh, use the hashtag state of the server text channel in order to talk and talk to us, and we'll try to make sure we read everything. Mm. Um, and we will have a, a question and answer towards the end as well. Right. So we'll, we'll just kind of basically go straight down the list of all the things that are pinned to the top post, and then um, I'll rely on mag and skew and bat to sort of interject with things that people are talking that are or saying that are relevant to what we're talking about at the time uh, since otherwise i can't keep up so um so we'll jump straight into it uh i think a lot of you've kind of heard rumblings about a store revamp um and there's really not much to it other than we're gonna get rid of the individual items of things like uh, stat track lore I, lore scrolls um, in terms of just like they are separate items and we're going to convert everything into a single premium currency which we are at least at, at present calling gems they will probably not be called gems in the end um, mm -hmm. so what we'll do is anybody who owns these things already if you've got stack track shards or lore scrolls they'll just kind of convert automatically into that value that gems thing and then you'll just be able to spend I don't know you'll go to the library and you'll spend 100 gems to immediately attach a lore scroll to your item there will never be like this thing in your profile where it says you've got four lore scrolls sitting around and stuff like that um the idea is mostly just to homogenize the whole store and kind of make it more obvious that you have a currency to spend and rather than specific items that you own um and then with that will become will come the new purchasable item which are these decorative heads and any of you who have been to the fishing tournament will know that those are what we're talking about the little they're just little heads but their skin is a decorative block rather than like a player head kind of looking thing mm -hmm. and so you'll be able to buy those with these um, gems um, and they're, since they're going to be pretty cheap and I can't say how cheap yet um, basically you buy it it goes straight into your inventory you place it that's it there's no protection specifically about it it doesn't belong to you necessarily obviously it'll be protected by town protection and stuff but um it won't prevent they, anybody they can be stolen basically. yeah they can be stolen <laughs> they can be you know broken by people with equivalent perms in your town and stuff like that um and then thirdly the rules regarding them will be no different to normal heads basically yeah they're considered blocks just like anything else Okay, I'll try to keep up with chat, but uh, I think Magpie. But yeah, um, basically the reason for for wanting to convert the store into those gems are so rewards for certain things we can. Because at the moment, like a law scroll is an incredibly valuable item, and it's not the sort of thing we can throw out as a reward for a fishing tournament win or various other events that we have. Whereas if we have this this gem currency, as we're going to call it we can cut that into like half a law scroll, a quarter of a law scroll's worth of these gems, and we, we should be able to give them out as rewards for various things, and there will be ways other than spending real money in order to obtain them, hopefully. Yeah, um, and, it, and then that naturally ties straight into daily rewards for voting. 
So if a, if a lore scroll will cost 100 gems now, then maybe on, and you vote and you, we can give you 5 gems. Or you win the fishing tournament and give you 30 gems. So basically mm. there will be slowly, but not nearly as quick as buying them of course, ways to earn these purchasable items on the store. Um, just by doing things and being on the server and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be just kind of like the, the standard any any microtransactions game that exists right now. Like you can you can do what the paid players can do, but it you just have to take a lot longer to do it. Yeah, it, and it will be a lot be longer. Much more of a grind. Yeah, we were, we're not going to make it anywhere near easy because obviously we are we have a vested interest in making more money for the server because that means more advertising, which means more players, which means more conquests, which means more conflict and more politics and. We know how much you all love all of that. Um, yeah, and subscribers could possibly very well get like a you know fifty gems a month or something like that. Yeah, we have thought of whether just giving them a straight discount on purchasing gems or giving them a, f- a few bonus gems every month as part of the package. There's a few ways around it we could do. Yep. Um, so that that, co- that covers the upcoming features, although sort of. I mean, I suppose conquest cycle changes are features in a way. Um, Moving on to just more info about fights. This has just been a request that we've had for a long time, and I think we've we no longer have the elements of conquest in the system that make these worth hiding. So whenever somebody places an inhib on you, it'll just tell you what node it's on, rather than being a secret. And then as well, I think there's just been a request that you can't, if you do see status, you can't see which fight has been reinforced for the attackers. Um, I don't know if the defenders are going to know or not. We, we have to figure this one out. Yeah, um, I, d- I, d- I don't think there's a problem on either end, really. I think uh, the reason was, in the past, we had people being able to go to the fight in advance and camp it, built uh, modules or towers as they were back then, which is why we had these restrictions in place where we didn't tell you which T-Gem was under attack. These days, Conquest has come a long way. We've got the beacons controlling everything, so there really isn't a reason not to tell players. Other than just being irritating, so except, I think I think we'll be fine being more open with it. Except on account of reinforcements, I, I honestly I, I mean you guys are welcome to chime in in the chat. Mm. Um, I feel like not that that we shouldn't tell the defenders which one got reinforced because there's a sort of meta game too. Well, which one do we reinforce? Because you kind of try to. I mean I don't know. Maybe I'm full of shit when I say this. Well, but. I guess you could but you could also make the argument that you know it's a meta game to determine you know which territory is under attack and whatever so i mean yeah i i think i think i think the fair point i think it comes down to what is a fun mechanic is working out what t-gen's under attack a fun mechanic whether it's a difficult one or not there just I isn't, isn't a reason the to figure not, it out anymore but... there's nothing you can do in that area before the fight starts like you used to be able to right However, so, I, I think it's fairly, fairly trivial, and I think it, it does make more sense when we've got these larger coordinated attacks where a town is attacking maybe three of another town's T-Gens at once, or even five and using up all their charges at once, and not having any information as to what's going on. It's just a bit of a confusing mess at that point, so I think at least players knowing what's going on where um, makes a bit more sense. Yep. Um, and. I guess uh, if nobody's got anything else, which they may or may not, I'll let Magpie take the, the Alliances and Conquest <clears throat> one. Uh, some stuff that people are bringing up. we got Alliances and... Just oh yeah, thing. so this this was a, a topic that was brought up on the forums uh, recently. And, and I think it, it sort of played out uh, on there. I don't know if how many of you go over there and read it, but basically 
the gist of it was people some people have the opinion alliances are too strong um, and and others obviously countering that with thinking they are a good thing for for the server and I think all in all we did come to the kind of conclusion as a group that you know alliances are nothing but a good thing I think the main argument was new towns so new towns not being able to compete against you know uh, a five town strong alliance which is a fair point but equally if we didn't have alliances those five towns would just be one town with the same player base most likely um, and or when you've got this new town uh, that shows up if they can join an alliance they can get more players involved and actually get some help getting going a bit um, whereas without them they're just they're just left alone and, and I think politics should play a part it shouldn't just be about who is the best PvP -er. Um, while yes, it does come down to the PvP at the end of the day, there are a lot more complex things at play that, that do influence uh, who comes out on top. Gav um, mentions that you should nerf apples. Yeah, the apples thing, it's its something I've, I've been keeping an eye on for a while now. Um, it's it, they, they are a bit of a problem. Uh, they do prolong fights for arguably unnecessary reasons and you can you can you're literally invincible if you have enough golden apples I think it's fair to say um, because of the fact that you don't require you, it doesn't matter if you're full saturation you can or full uh, food you can still consume the apples it's it's a bit of a problem and especially with them being a restricted resource as well that does kind of compact the issue. So, I mean, as to how to nerf them, we haven't exactly decided, but uh, it's, it's definitely something we're looking at, you know, reducing their effectiveness, because they're, they're not the most fun things. Not the most fun things. Um, here's a thought um, for either any of the admins. Gavin brings up a good point, though. Uh, Resourcings are important. I, I yeah. do agree. I do agree, and um, yes, golden apples are one resourcing. It, it's a difficult one because, on the one hand, you, we want resourcing, and that's why towers cost resources or, or modules, should I say, um, whereas these just cost shards. The problem being, we've always sort of had this this concept of we we've been gradually making it easier and easier to get into conquest, to get into fights. You know, XP is now much more accessible. Uh, diamonds are more accessible than they used to be, so armor is easier to make. And I guess apples kind of come under that slightly. Of you know, I don't want new towns to feel they can't compete because they don't have a stash of golden apples. Um, I think it is a bit overstated how good they are, though. I, I mean, think it is still a point. Like someone who is eating golden apples is not invincible. If anything, they're actually very vulnerable because they're you know sitting still, so mm -hmm. you can get a lot of crits on them and. You can you can you can damage them way faster than they can uh, they can deal with the golden apples. Right, uh, but I, I think the other the other issue is the whole that the uh, fact that they are so restricted in as to where they can be obtained. I think yeah, that's I the think other that's problem. a separate issue though. It is a separate issue, yeah. But it's, it's something that the way the resources are spread out as is, I think uh, you know making them more accessible to every other continent or more biomes would 
cause issues unless we could replace them in the, their current biomes with a different resource. So it, it still needs some work as to working out exactly what we want to do with it, but it's it's definitely something I think we uh, we may look at nerfing. And something we always try to do <clears throat> with anybody who, anything that's suggested for conquest is, and it sounds kind of shitty, but we have to think about who's asking and why they're asking. Because there's a lot of times, and alliances is one of these things, where somebody who doesn't fully understand the system or doesn't understand the historical context for a feature will say, um, alliances are OP and that's why we can't win. When the actuality is, no, it's not. It's you're, you're either, you've, you lack the same amount of organization that your opponent has or the same level of PvP skills. Uh, and so like all things, we have to take things with a grain of salt. But Gapples has always been certainly one of the more contentious things. Uh, and as it's a matter of economy, I usually defer to Magpie and those because I don't, he, he do the math. I don't do the math. Mm. I write the code. So. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing, I mean, obviously, a lot of people going about resource islands being uh, so strong, and they are, I, I will agree with that, but there, there is the thing to consider of the cost of holding territory now has, has come up an incredible amount. It does cost a lot, lot more than it used to. Um, the, the resource islands having more bountiful diamonds and things was more to address ar the armor side of things to give people a chance to get into conquest rather than it being so such a hard barrier. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's still tweaks to be made. More sinks are great. I mean, we're, we're always looking to add more sinks to the servers, ways to spend different resources and more uses for resources. Um, but it's, it's always something to keep an eye on, for sure. All right, we should move on slightly just because we do have a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, and we can always come back to these things for the people who want to stick around after this is over, those of you on any sort of time crunch. So we'll try to cover everything sort of briefly first, and then those who want to stick around for more of the uh, discussion and theory crafting are more than happy to stick around for that. Um, uh, the damned wilds fighting back against your territories thing. Yeah, you know, we've, we've, this has been in every state of the server for every <laughs> month of conquest updates, but um, there's been a lot of focus on bugs fixing and stability fixing lately, making sure Conquest works. But yeah, one of the, again, final key pieces of Conquest is that you um, you can't just have a territory that never gets attacked, potentially. That at some point, uh, you anger the, the gods of your continent or something like that, and then the idea is that basically you, one of your remote, more remote territories will come under attack from basically mobs and you have to still show up <clears throat> and you have to kill I don't know some number of waves of mobs in order to defend the attack in order to keep your territory and if you don't it neutralizes and then it becomes fodder for whomever else wants it mm -hmm. um, and that's really all that is it's just a, a thing to keep the the system kind of pruning itself potentially yeah um, it should also help for towns inactive towns so to speak or towns that you know hold a lot of territory but don't have many members that aren't locked in a lot um, well, what we're fighting with people having that, they shouldn't be able to necessarily hold as much territory as perhaps they are. So I think it will help with that as well. The amount of people suggesting beetroot bombs right now, I think, is, <laughs> while that sounds hilarious, uh, probably speaks to something that I'm surprised hasn't been brought up yet, but um, or asked to be brought up, which is the the classic: my continent is weak in resources, and thus it's imbalanced. And I don't know if we want to speak to that at all. Yeah, I mean, only only briefly on, on the fact that. In terms of, of unique resources that can be controlled by a single biome or a couple of biomes, um, 
we want to not have PvP items uh, be linked with them, which, while obviously PvP are the most desirable items a lot of the time, they're the ones that people are going to want to restrict, but it does make, unless we can balance it and have, you know, every biome having their own unique PvP item that are all balanced in this perfect world, which, let's be honest, is a very difficult one to get to, um, you know, I don't want to be restricting these these things that are going to be a massive advantage in Conquest. Otherwise, we just get this King of the Hill situation where you end up on top of Conquest, you have the stronger PvP item, and then you can keep the territory because you still have that strong item, and it's it's not the most fun thing. So, to give everybody a fair chance at, at all times, we kind of want to not do that unless beetroot bombs are some sort of bath bomb that you wanna you wanna throw in just to get some nice uh, nice bubbles or something. Um, other than that, no, <laughs> I don't think I don't see it happening. Wow, you're more pampered than I thought. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, um, what's next? Equal representation of the staff, geographically speaking. And by geographically speaking, I think we mean in continents. As in, in Loka, not in the, the world as a whole. Alright. Uh, Mag, I think this was more you that was that brought yeah, this Yeah, I mean, uh, admins is, is always always a fun topic. Um, basically, we're not gonna, you know, go out of our way to go, okay, we need an admin representing every town on Loka, or, or to any extreme of that. It, it comes down to, at the time, who has the experience required and or the personality to fit the role at the time. Um, and, and when they do become guardians, any player, they're going to be completely neutral and we make sure of it. And if they're not, then obviously then we have problems, but uh, they, they would be addressed at that point. So it's, it's a difficult one. It, sh it shouldn't ever be an issue. Uh, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, it, it is nice to have uh, different play styles and different ideas as part of the admin team because it because it does keep everybody with with that open mind but uh, we're, we're not going to go out of our way to try and go okay this this side has or these towns have X number of admins and these have X because it's just an impossible balance especially with who's on whose side changing incredibly rapidly on loca it's just you know we're never going to be able to do something like that yeah i mean it's it yeah it comes down to are they the best for, us, for the job because we don't really care what town you're coming from it doesn't matter no. it doesn't matter who you fight for or what, what your historical context is if you're a mature enough player that has contributed to the server that shows promise as well as interest in advancing the server and helping us run it then i mean that's a pretty that's pretty much all we look for and if it just so happens to be that a lot of admins are from the same town or the same alliance. That that honestly is not something that surprises me. I would expect that to happen pretty frequently because it just happened that players of a similar similar mindset do tend to tend to sort of stick together. Um, well, and server age as well. Like players yeah. who have been on the server longer will tend to group together, and newer players to the server will often have their own groups and stick together, and and kind of that pushes it in that direction of you know. Same town members becoming admins or what have you. Yep. Uh, as always, if you have some a problem with a specific admin for some reason, you can come to either Mag or myself um, mm -hmm. about it, and then we'll uh, 
we'll punch him or something if we need to <laughs> or call you out on it if you think you're wrong um okay relics and more rp based predicted places um basically this is a this is a request from gab who is all everybody knows is a procurator of long lost artifacts buggy items and stuff like that uh what we had for a period of time in the previous world were these relics that people a single player could find and get and it had special properties and was super cool um but unfortunately from a balance perspective that's not something we want to do anymore because obviously now we try to make mm -hmm. the things that we give out not affect pvp but you know some things just might um so what we might consider doing in the future with the custom items and new custom resources that are new custom restrictions and yada 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 is come out with some new stuff that more than one player can get or that players can fight to protect and then have them be custom items with custom properties but what we don't really want to do is bring back these things where i just kind of come up with this cool name for a thing that has some cool pro custom property put one in the world and the first person to find it gets it that's just it sounds cool yeah but it's not a great idea because then Scoo gets it and everybody gets pissed, basically. So <laughs> it, it did work in the past as well. We we had a smaller player base than we do now. Um, it was it was an even tighter knit group than than exists currently. So you know, releasing content that only affected a smaller group of players was still a large proportion of our player base. So it, it wasn't so much of a you know the the work was worth worth the content in the end. Whereas now we've got a much much larger group, ever-growing server, it's we've got to try and put our time into content that everybody's gonna kind of get something out of. So we could add relics that have lore on them, but don't do anything. Mm. And yeah, we could do stuff like that, and that could be something we can do. But then that speaks to the whole problem of why we don't do that as much PvP as we used to, which is just that it is the least bang for our buck. Always has been, always will be. It requires the most work. It is consumed the quickest, or or it is. I mean, it's it's hard for me to say that nobody cares about it, but a lot fewer people care about it, uh, especially if if it's not a thing that in the end gives them something that gives them an advantage over another player. So because Loka has tended towards a PvP mindset rather than a PvE mindset, we realize and regret that that sort of the old lore players kind of got shafted. We're trying to bring stuff like that back slowly but surely. It's just we have to be more careful about it and a lot less. I mean, frankly, the, the reason the relics existed in the past is I was like bored. I wanted to put some cool stuff for people to like go out and look for. Right. But Sadly, I wasn't, we, yeah. the free time isn't quite the same anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if you're bored, it's, it's more fixed bugs than uh, than uh, come up with new cool stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then as for protected role-playing areas, um, that that also can come in the future in the form of quests, which I think some are being worked on. But but we have to we have to be a lot more methodical and a lot more thoughtful about where we put these places. They can't be on the continents. They just can't. Because yeah, they have to put, be on islands surrounding right. them. Basically, we can't put a quest that takes you somewhere that might one day become a town, and then people can't do the quests anymore. So that's that's just we can't do it. So resource islands or new islands or you know any of the rejuvenating isles because they cannot be controlled. Those are places we could do that. Yes. Yeah, and and again, it's it's a case of. While we'd love to start working on them immediately, there are so many things that you know we're sort of trying to push out and and get working. So it's it's kind of the more players we have, kind of able to help out, maybe maybe paint us an island or, or what have you, <clears throat> make quests, whatever it is. Um, I mean, it helps us push out content, but at the moment we're quite 
quite limited with our resources, so we have got to be very careful with that. And it also just it, it requires a content team. Um, if we want to have a whole bunch of PvE stuff, which we do have some mm -hmm. of that. Um, so. Um, okay. Custom recipes for enchanted golden apples designed for banners. Fairly straightforward one. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, we should do that for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, especially with the new uh, 1.12 custom recipes, it's probably possible to do with that, so. The, we don't. There aren't custom recipes in 1.12. They pushed it to 1.13. But we can do it and our own stuff just because we've got our own recipe custom system so we're covered yeah, yeah i mean to although make it... it's it might be worth waiting though because Galoka's recipe system will probably be converted right i'd assume uh, yeah but that i don't know if we want to wait until 1.13 however long that may or may not be to do it i don't know it's it's a yeah it's a it's a viable thing for us to work on but it's not not at the top of the priority list of course mm -hmm. um so. We're aware of it, I think, because yeah. I, I, it can be frustrating with some people trying to make these more individual banners and not being able to because of that particular recipe. But... Mm -hmm. PvP seasons. Short answer, yes. Long answer, uh, after... Actually. yeah. Well, actually pretty soon, I would like to say. Because um, the first thing we want to do, the top priority right now is the store, uh, store revamp. And um, the heads and, and stuff like that, and then Mag's little project, which I guess I don't know if we're going to talk about or not. You can talk about that if you want. No, um, but yeah, the, the, I'm sure a lot of people know already that, that the Nether is getting a bit of a facelift. Um, the Nether, the fortress, finally opening its doors. Uh, the Dreadfort. Um, so that's that's just around the corner, more or less. More or less. PvP season is uh, where we basically say uh, we never made it. I think a strict timeline. I think we just did it until we felt like starting a new one. Um, basically what we do is we, we, we give purpose back to duels because they used to not just be duels. They used to be you win and lost points. And then there was a, a leaderboard and, mm -hmm. and stuff. And at the end of the season the top players would, would earn titles or gear or custom items. Probably all three mm -hmm. of these things maybe when, when we do the next one. So it's a question of just kind of fixing the PvP duel systems, the maps, the kit saving, edit editing, fixing Voda. Yeah, I think I think the maps queuing. is quite a big one as well. I mean, again, you know, if if any of you out there, you know, want to try and make a little PvP map that you could use in a duel, you know, by all means do and contact <clears throat> myself or Crypt and you know if it's good enough and we like it, we're we're more than happy to sort of add it to the roster and and use it. So. Zor, we probably will remove battlegrounds and PvP town levels from town levels. Period. Just because they just should be probably not there. Well, but I don't know. It's it's one that. I mean, in theory, they do work, especially the dual one. It's just they only work during seasons. Uh, right. Yeah. It would only count a season. That's true. They don't work. Um, but yeah, it's it. That's that's a discussion for another time. I think as to whether we think they should remain as part of the town leveling system or or separate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody who's looking at their town leveling system, wondering what the hell arenas is, it's that. It's it's playing arenas against other players, mm -hmm. where you don't duel, you queue, and then you get matched based on. Uh, yeah. Which is a kind of a problem in and of itself, though. I forgot about all of that. It requires, <laughs> you know, the more people queuing, the more likely you are going to get to fight somebody easy, but um, or more more to your skill level, but uh, one thing at a time, anyway. 
Into yeah, it. yeah. I mean, I, a lot of you probably don't even know about like our battlegrounds and PvP, which we used a hell of a lot back in the day. But that was quite a few years ago now. Thinking about it, mm -hmm. um, ever since the PvP change, it kind of we always pushed it back and had something else that we were working on. Um, and they've kind of they kind of need need a bit of TLC really. Um, so hopefully we'll get them back up and working because they're a lot of fun. A lot of fun. They are, yeah. I think a lot of people enjoyed it too. And then just having all of our PvP and queuing stuff working and up to date mm -hmm. and not... I don't think we've touched Vota since 1.7? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was it was perfectly balanced it before perfect. the PvP changes. It was, it, was, it was incredibly well-tuned, but obviously Mo Yang like to make our life more difficult and um, yeah, it's still, it's still fairly well balanced, but obviously it doesn't include shields and various other things that were added in uh, in 1.8 was it i think or da or yeah or nine. the 1.9 or anything whichever like one it was hey uh hey school when can we expect vota matches to be added being added to uh eldritch bug uh, <laughs> well uh right after he finishes our new website that's what coin captures and can you just announce it yeah gonna... right now that's that's later down the the list though probably probably with yeah, the new logo maybe bit. next day to the server. <laughs> um, ready system for PvP queues. This one's something Nasher brought up, and it's actually a pretty good idea. Um, he basically suggests doing what, what games like League of Legends do. So when four people queue for Vota, it doesn't say click to join, and then you all three people click it, and they sit their their thumbs up their asses for three for sixty seconds while the fourth person never makes it, and then they all go back. It'll just be you got to ready up and then when all four or X number of people are ready then it'll just teleport all four of you immediately and then that should be nice I think that's a good idea so hopefully that'll be part of the PvP update too so yeah good idea and I think we'll do it um, next blank industry bases oh yeah I guess Magpie and I agreed that we're gonna we are gonna do this mm -hmm. so the way that it'll work is um, it will be the exact same dimensions as the all of the current um, industries. So if it's a lumber mill, you can spawn in a blank lumber mill with just a, where it's just like a bunch of planks, which is a, I don't know. If it's a 10 by 12 by 14 and 10 by 12 is the width and the the length, then it'll be a 10 by 12 bunch of planks with two chests in the middle of it, and then that'll just stop. And then you'll still have the 14. You'll still the zone will still automatically be created, but you can then just build it up from there. We're not going to let you do something where we let you build a building and then post zone it to apply it to be a lumber mill, because we know what you people. It are gets try. messy. It's we basically know what, we know what you guys are going to try. Well, if you yeah, if you spawn in the um, the blank base, it'll be much less destructive, but it will still take a ten by twelve chunk out. So place it carefully. It's mostly just to. Uh, circumvent the whole placing industry, tearing it down, and rebuilding whatever customer. Right. You yeah. Want. It's just you get to build it up from there. But no, we're not going to let you just post the zone something. What is Ziggy pissed, pissed about, or is it important? Uh, to do with PvP. Um, uh, he's talking something? about make it so the first person to queue gets to choose um, whether they don't start until it's a four v four, five v five, etc. I don't know why we would do that. Oh, you, he wants to choose the size of the match. Yeah. Yes, so so he doesn't go into a match until it is X, you know, number of players. That's interesting. Alternatively, you can have different 
queues for different size voter matches. Yeah, the only difficulty with that is it does require a much higher population who want, who are, you know, concurrently queuing. Yeah, I mean, um, what if, to counter Ziggy, like, what if someone starts a queue for, like, an 8v8 voter match? And then what, it just never gets filled? Because, you know, realistically, you're not going to get 60 people on for a voter match. And then well, I, th I think, I think... Oh, I, kinda, see. I don't feel like we had that much of a problem because when when Vota got really exciting or really popular, um, it would the first game that would that was played in a while would would start off as a two v two and then grow up to a six v six or something like that. And then as soon as the game was over, all twelve people would immediately queue, and then you'd have a good number of six v sixes for a while. Well, even ten v tens, which, yeah, which we're would, probably starting to break the system a little bit. When it what got you can big. do is just have it, you know, automatically start. When it reaches four people in the queue, but just on a delay. Why? It does how so it that, works right now. So that, I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. That it works well, fine as it is. Yeah, as my point is, we're not going to do anything. I don't think we're going to do any of that. I'm we're not sure gonna... Ziggy understands that there is a delay, so it gives time for players to. Yeah. Well, like, okay, four people. No, no. I mean that if there are six people wanting to play vote in five queue, but the sixth person takes too long to queue before they click to join in, so the match is created and split the sixth person get lucky. That sounds like a problem with the people, not the system. I guess. Um, Opic, that, maybe, yeah, I, I, I'm not... That is something yeah. that... We could yeah, add that and then add a setting to turn it off, I suppose, now that we've got player settings. Yes, yeah, so, so they did always used to announce, would you like to join, you know, the voting match has started, so we can certainly bring that back and... The issue is, Ziggy, what if the first person who queues and starts something about the match is the first person that just goes AFK, basically, like you do? I mean... <laughs> We don't want to put the power, that kind of power, in people's place in, in their hands. When I don't think the system needs it. I mean, we can think about it, and if the system's been out and working for a while, and there's still a big request for it, maybe we can think about it. But like I said, back in the olden days, Vota ran itself very well. Uh, it, it, you know, grew to the size that all the players wanted to play played. They would play three or four matches, uh, and then the, the subsequent after the first matches, they would they would all start as six v sixes, and then it would be lots of fun and yada yada yada. So. I, th I think a lot of it is just finer details that we'd, we'd work out and, and, you know, add extra features further down the line if people people wanted them enough. So. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think big alliances should pay more. They, they, yeah. they do by default because they probably own more territory. Yeah, the, the, it does scale quite high. I mean, you know, if you've got a large amount of territory, you can be spending upwards of, you know, 10,000 shards a day, you know, the which Covenant's is... Daily cost is... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you realize well, that the go. Covenant's daily cost is almost 10,000 a day. 10,000 shards a day. And it's split between four towns, and the, the lion's share is Eldritch and Valencia at nearly four and three K apiece. So if you think they're... <laughs> that, I'll let them answer that part. Well, mostly because the number of things. Mostly they've been around for a long time. Two, they have the infrastructure in place. And three, resource islands have been OP for a very long time. And they took advantage of it. And further, they not only took advantage of it, but they stockpiled when they knew they could take advantage of it, which is what a lot of people did. Because before resource islands, they weren't as expensive. Right. So almost simultaneously with the resource islands, the costs of... Uh towns and, and alliances did, did increase quite dramatically, so... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll probably force you to disband Eldritch at some point. That's gonna happen. 
and delete Hilo, and then the server will run perfectly forever. So moving on, delete Hilo, the hoppers will still be there. The tectonic activity idea, um... Which is effectively just a no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, as a concept, it's a nice idea. Um, there are problems with it. Um, we already have a lot of issues with dealing with like terrain regeneration and whatnot, like for yeah. things like respawning in hit pads and whatnot. Now what? And trying to like add to realistic, you know, tectonic activity. It's just I don't see how that could be realistically possible. Yeah, I I think things that maybe have an effect, you know, whether it be you know a volcanic eruption or, or whatever, something or an earthquake, you know, some sort of like server event that happens lasts a day, lasts so many hours, and then reverts back afterwards. That's doable. That's stuff that we may add, but permanent lasting effects, um, where the terrain physically changes, is not only is it is it too complex, it's it's also a little unnecessary and irritating to a point, I suppose. Um, that, I mean, in terms of like, for, for example, the whole continent's meeting each other and having like a giant continent for one month or things i do like the concept of having uh, as one-offs like in certain months of conquest having a slightly different rule set or something that sort of keeps it fresh whether that be there are no you know boundaries on attacking other continents and it effectively acts as a giant continent or something along those lines i wouldn't rule things like that out but uh, in terms of physically Knocking all the continents together, uh, probably, probably not going to happen. Um, certainly not in the near future, that's for sure. Yeah, if you wanted calamitous, world-ending crap, man, you should have joined the server about two years ago. Because every time we do a new world, something the, the last one always explodes in a fire firestorm. It's much. much it fun. does tend to be the the deciding factor as to moving worlds. The old one has. Been, oh no, uh, our world is dying again. No, we have to move. <laughs> To move. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, as, as lovely as the idea is, I think s similar things, individual world events, or, or mixing up how conquest works for that month are doable. But, but the, the permanent lasting effects of uh, tectonic activity, I don't think, is something that would happen. Uh, while we're on the con, con the topic of continents, since mm -hmm. of course somebody brought it up, um, the whole let's add a new continent. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Sorry, beer is bubbles and bubbles equals burping. So, um, the new, the fourth continent thing. Uh, I'm not as shy about saying that. I always, I've always, I always, I always want to make one, and I'm always antsy to do so. But there is no reason to do so right now. <clears throat> and the two reasons to do so that have yet to come to pass are one, we've ran out of room, and we need another one. That's not the case. And two, Minecraft releases some big biome update. Or literally just adds cherry trees, which just about do it at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's just there's not a there's not a reason for there's no new blocks, no like farming things, resources, trees, something that Minecraft could add bi biomes wise that would make us make a reason for there to be a new continent. But more importantly, and releasing yeah. one would make it difficult to add, you know, to fit in those new blocks or whatever. Should we actually need to in the future? Right. Because we yeah. just released a continent. Right, if we yeah, if we make a if we just choose to do one and then the very next patch is a brand new set of twenty biomes, you know. Um and then those of then you, you just thinking, make a fifth. Yeah. 
And if you're wondering about like, well, we need one to change the balance of the server, it, that's not gonna happen because that won't. I mean, somebody will dominate. It's, it's that the same argument point. of a map reset will fix everything, or or a complete server wipe, or, or whatever you like. It, do, it it doesn't fix anything. It just delays the issue for a month, and then it goes back to exactly how it was previously. You know, yep. um, so yeah, it's, it's not not a great argument, really. Yeah. Um, the terracotta rotting. Um, I've seen a few of you uh, mention. Little. It is an intended feature for for resources mined outside of the biomes. Restricted resources, that is mined outside of the biomes. They are from to rot. Um, however, when they are placed by a player and then mined up in their own town, it shouldn't rot. Not rot. Yeah. It, for those of you who don't get it or never kind of had it explained, the the best okay. example I can think of is okay. So there's we just didn't build the continents. At, we didn't have the node-based or hexagon stuff for this map when we made the map, when we made this new uh -huh. server. Um, so, but then we added it and we were like, okay, the moor has these resources and it shouldn't have spruce, except that there are spruce trees in the moor. So we had to make it so that if, that we had to like retroactively go back and say, oh, okay, yeah, the, you're not supposed yeah. to get spruce from the moor. So whenever it's, you would do it, It's more on it, the borders of, of these biomes. Um, but, you know, it's just to, to make embargoes worthwhile i suppose and there's no kind of ways around the system yeah and if um, it, is, it is possible parabolic is saying that, that it still does rot after you place it in that's the town the problem. that's a bug that is a bug if that's the case then we will, we will is it parabolic or is it paraboilk okay yeah paraboil C. <laughs> anyway um yeah okay regardless yeah so uh that's sure. that. supposed to be that way and not supposed to be that other way mm -hmm. that's All the right. one New logo, etc. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're we're making a new, we're, we're we're gonna do a new logo, and we're gonna do a new website. Yeah, we we are looking at it's kind of a rebranding, but not like we're not gonna like change it. We're not gonna like nothing reduce, too drastic nothing or anything. Drastic. It's so more facelift, I guess. Yeah, it's a facelift, and then Skoo is um volunteered, voluntold to do the website. <laughs> Uh, the new website because our, our current one is kind of crap too. Um, it's it's dated and uh, dated and the, up not really updatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of broken and um, so uh, if you want it to be done faster, bug skew all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there are the incoming seventy pings for skew. Yeah. Um, here's a here's a I don't know what go on that. Sorry. No, I no. Just, I, was, I was just I was just moving on to just uh, the logo and. You know, basically, and all, that stuff. all we have as a logo as it is is the L, effectively. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, so, you've been to like our Twitch channel and our YouTube channel and our website. There's like m multiple different variations of on a theme, but or that are not quite the same. Yeah, that we it would be unify. nice to just get a unified thing across everything. And That's a, a bit funny that the website doesn't actually have a logo at it. Well, indeed, way. exactly. <laughs> Um, since since it broke a long time ago and made it quite difficult to uh, actually update it, which is why we why we're working or Skew is main, main, predominantly working on a on a new site. So I wouldn't expect it, you know, tomorrow or anything, but you know, it's it's in the works. Um. Well, and so this is I'll let Skew take over and describe and talk about EB two anniversary oh, edition if you uh, want to. Huge Elgipot update coming out. 
it's gonna add things like user accounts so you can register um, if your Discord is linked with uh, Loka. Uh, you'll be able to comment on fights. You'll be uh, your rank will be displayed. You can create uh, custom alerts so Eldritchbot can PM you on Discord if a fight, like let's say. Let's say you create an alert that has, say, like, okay, notify me of any fights on Ascalon with over 10 people. So, if a fight in Ascalon happens with over 10 people, you'll get a message on Discord. Uh, also, it's going to be monthly leaderboards. So, like, it's going to be pages for um, each month of Conquest. It's going to be, like, leaderboards and uh, statistics and whatnot. So, fun stuff coming. And then all the neat things he's gonna learn, he's gonna apply to the local website when it comes out. It's gonna be great. Mm -hmm. Or something. That's good. All right. Expanding town perks. The something Koi brought up, but I think has been brought up before. Um, and we've actually talked about in the past. Now that I think about. Hmm. Um, it did come up originally. Yeah. The idea, I think, as I can sum it up best, and Koi's welcome. Is he here? Is he here? Yeah, he's welcome. To Correct me if I'm wrong, but basically give give slash talents, the the sort of concept of talents, basically talent tree talent for talents. Talent tree, effectively. Yeah, it's for a town. Um, the idea is cool, but we don't have enough ideas for perks to make it work. And yeah, so... the, the basis of as the concept is town reaches level two, you can choose between two different perks. Maybe they will be quite extreme, as the one is very clearly. <laughs> helping just building the town and the other is very clearly helping pvp or or something of that nature um and then you know you hit level three and you have to make this choice you get one perk you, you lose out on the other one so um there's a bit of customization there which in theory is lovely and that'd be really cool but um i guess the issue is more the ideas for perks that, that we struggle most with it's why we didn't do it originally um, coming up with perks that are not too broken, but yet desirable, is quite challenging. We could always so, pare down the perks. You know, we've got a lot. We got 25 levels of perks, and we never finished it. But we've also got two to three, a, a couple instances where there are two or three of the perks. Just they're just the same perk. They just get slightly stronger. And we could do something a lot more uh, concentrated, where maybe you only get a town perk choice every two town levels. And then it's just you get the big XP one, and then you get the big um, hunger one, and then stuff like that um, is a thought. Yeah, I, I think the concept of Drew, to answer Drew Dot's question of switching perks, it would be during the Alliance Truce period, once a month, you could mm -hmm. uh, reset them effectively and repick them if you know your town wanted to go in a different direction. Um, so it, it would only be during the truce period to stop any abuse of any kind of perks that could affect conquest during the season, perhaps. To something Zovius just asked about, conquest cosmetics in the shop. So we are totes my goats probably going to add crates at some point, and that sounds like the perfect kind of thing to put in a crate is particles on your sword or some special particles when you kill somebody in conquest battle or something like that and then you can buy crates and hope to get hope to get them because that would be cool it's just a question of like yeah question of combat visuals uh, which is actually relevant to a game that I'm working on in my career currently which is one of the big issues we have is communicating what's happening in a fight 
And if you have too many particles, then you don't even actually know what's happening. Because right now, but, oh, go ahead. Go on. I was only going to say not not only not only particles, but if if you're changing the cosmetic of say a TNT cannon looks different to one player to an, another who's got the, you know, maybe somebody's made their T-Gen look like it's got this custom TNT tower. How do you display that to the other players that it's a TNT cannon? Maybe they think it's a different module altogether. So you've got to be careful with it, really. But yep, they would certainly only be cosmetic. There would never be any anything ever really in our store that would you know give anybody a distinct advantage in terms of PvP or anything for that matter. It, it would purely be cosmetic. Mm -hmm. uh... Docs gaming and docs PvP. Uh. Don't I don't know about the docs scanning one. Let me see what the context of this was. I think this was reward it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's difficult. We've had a few uh, issues with obviously the rules. The rule prevent, says no you know, stealing at spawn. Spawn wow. right. And what is spawn? Is spawn Aladra or is spawn also the docs? That is I suppose that's where the confusion could lie. Um, I, it, it's meant only to relate to spawn itself and not not the docs oh, on does. the continents. We do see them as separate entities. The reason, the only reason we we don't really want uh, stealing and things at spawn is obviously you can't go and then kill the player or, or um, you know new players getting completely screwed out of stuff because they don't understand what's going on and stuff. It's it's not particularly fun. So yep. Um, I I'd rather not try and police the docks as well because obviously it's quite because it does put obviously more strain on admins and things. Um, but we can speak towards the PvP of the docks thing, because that isn't really supposed to work like it, it does. Um, so I think the idea right. would be a bit like a battle zone, where you can, if you start a fight right outside the docks, that you're considered to be in combat. And as long as you're in combat, you can still be hit even in the docks protection, so you can't try to cheese as much. I think that's basically going to be the change. Um, so you can try to pull crap, but you can also you can't just like walk one block backwards and be invulnerable. <clears throat> um, I, I've heard the leaf cutter for logs in chat. Now, while we've we've gone over this <laughs> multiple times, um, and what as wonderful a concept as it is, the core problem comes down to griefing, whether it be deliberate or not deliberate. Yeah. Did you shoot? Did you build a house out of logs? Because what's the difference between that? And that, no. that's that's the problem. That wood is such a uh, useful building material, and even with the leaf cutter as it is, people will accidentally hit trees that they want to keep all the time, whether it be a random new member to the town or whether it be an experienced player who just missed the shot. If we do anything like that with an axe, it opens up a whole can of worms uh, in terms of the logs itself. Uh, the leaves shouldn't be such an issue because we have the leaf cutter. Um, but yeah, we don't really want to do the same thing for locks purely because of the griefing side of things. Yep. Sorry. That's actually one of the. That was the last bullet point. We we skipped a couple. Um, more functionality for industry NPCs. I think was something that Zig brought up. Basically, didn't say anything. Just uh, give them stuff to do. It's it's again been a plan. Um, it's been a plan for them to sell specific items. Again, when you level up that industry to a certain level, it unlocks maybe a, a new trade with that NPC for something. Uh, 
a lot of it comes down to we kind of don't know what we want to do with conquest and pvp in terms of custom items and things and until we're we've got a concrete vision on that we don't really want to start adding all sorts of custom things through them um so it's something we want to do but i'd i'd say it's it's just in the pipeline it's there's nothing concrete in that sense um to koi's point you can tell i think you can you can give an i mean you can't make a full-on dialogue tree for an npc for a job but you there is the incomplete text you can fill out so you can have an npc tell you something after you finish a job so you basically can give them something to say when they when you accept a job and something to say when you finish the job uh, that's about as far as we're going to go because anything beyond that starts to get really kind of crazy and or we would or we would perhaps um, limit that to the official jobs that admins can make so uh, it's a I've can of worms unfortunately yeah i've seen a lot of people going on about this this log some of you may not know that that during the earlier times on this map i was both a part of Aberfell and uh, valkyrie both towns in the jungle and those yeah. of you who have been in the jungle will know what a pain uh, cutting down logs and leaves are there. Something that I did back then without a leaf cutter. Um, and I, I do know your pain, but it's just one of those things. Towns have a choice of where to settle. If, if you want the aesthetics of trees and try and build with the terrain, obviously you're going to have to remove some trees. Uh, then settle there. But there are plenty of biomes without trees. The moors, the plains even the savannah to a point so that i have some sympathy but at the same time it, it is it is your choice as well as to where you settled and and you know you know what you're getting yourself in for i guess about the only thing we can do to make the thing is this, this just does not apply universally is if we wanted to make a leaf cutter that works on logs the way that it would work is it would basically say just as, as, a, as a point of how the sort of regeneration works on Loka is that there's a clean world of the of all the three continents, the untouched version that you can't nobody can get to, but that is referenced in by the code on for how to like revert crap. And it could be that the log cutter calls looks looks and says, "Hey, log, is there, are you also a log in the clean version? If so, mm -hmm. then maybe I can be broken." But if you cut down a forest and then build a house out of logs of any kind, there might be a case where a log that was built I, as a I house think still exists. Case a lot of times, because exactly. often you'll you'll find when uh, a dead town, well, a town dies and and the ruins, then the the trees and what have you grow back. It they grow through houses all the time, and and that just I guess goes to show that the trees are there. So what Mr. Uh, well. Mr. P is saying, um, the, there's, you're, and if you know how that works, let me know. But I think I know how that works, and I think I know how it would have worked because if we, if we had the ability to basically, or had the foresight to do so, we could have basically somehow flagged blocks or flagged all the locations of stuff in a file, a database file of some kind, um, that says this block is a natural log block and it is not a building and it then thus explodes as a lock a block a log block and this one doesn't because it's a building um had we known that or had the ability to do that then we would have turned off or kept uh, leaf decay on no i don't think we would have because 
no, never mind, take that back. But yeah, we could have made that differentiation, but we didn't. We don't have that knowledge. The only thing we can tell you is a log block versus a building block is the all bark log, which is bark on all sides of the texture, because nobody can build with those. But that speaks to a different thing, moment. which is that <laughs> you want to be able to give those to players to potentially build yeah. with. So again, again, basically yeah. any aesthetics difficult, like cosmetics, should I say, are difficult in, in Minecraft until, you know, we can't just go and add our, our own custom items that look cool and stuff. We're, we're quite limited in that sense. So, so what Hex is saying? Like bark Sorry. on all sides or something. We, we're going to want to give to players use a those. way of obtaining, basically. Hex says, doesn't a block placed by a player get a tag? And the answer is yes, if that code worked perfectly, but it doesn't. And that same code is the reason why people are having blocks rock rot on them in their own town. Is that yes, in theory, we do have a, a database of the logs placed by players in towns, but I'm not confident that it's actually working code. Um, so that, uh, there and therein lies the problem. So it's part, just as much partly my fault as it is anything else, so. Right. There's also bugs where logs tend to respawn in your town for a time when your town is new, which doesn't make any sense, but it's apparently a thing. So regen is one of those things that it's a it was a big thing for us to try to do. Uh, I'm glad we did it. It still doesn't work perfectly. It gets better every day, and mm -hmm. whenever we do make a fourth continent, it'll be very exciting to see how much cleaner it remains versus the three current continents because regen was written for the new world and has been polished ever since but it's a hard system it's a pretty tough system so yeah um to gam's point of there should be crafting recipes for the the logs with bark on all sides and the same with the mushroom block stems we can do that i the the initial thought was to use the prowess system for which goes back to jewels and battlegrounds um competing in them passive you well, passively, slightly passively, uh, depending on how well you do, but earns you prowess, which you could then spend in a store, mm -hmm. which in the past was selling diamond armor, but now we'd probably want to look at more cosmetic items like perhaps uh, the bark on all sided logs or the, or the mushroom stems. Except so that, that's the initial idea, at least. But I mean, I wouldn't rule out us using a crafting recipe instead. We'll have to see. I would probably make it something you have to buy just because Quite frankly, I mean, that's, that's possible too. We, we need all the help we can get with coming up with stuff that, that costs real money. Because because we choose to be EULA compliant and not be pay to win, by that choice we have hamstrung ourselves on the kind of crap that we could sell if we weren't that kind of server and make a lot more money and just hand out diamond swords for people who want them <laughs> and stuff like that. But because, because we decided to be nice, we decided to not make money. <laughs> so anything where we're you know, even if it's not that much to, to buy, I would if if we can make it something that's cosmetic and purchasable, that would be great. And then there's stuff that we could also do as prowess, and then these things could also perhaps be in crates. So multiple ways to get them would be good, with always the easiest, the quickest being just to buy it. Just going through a couple of questions. Uh, Lily pad crafting recipe, yeah, something I do want to add. Um rather than uh, people just tearing up the swamp for them. Yeah. Uh, saddle recipe, I, I, I do still stand by it, uh, although Hex, our local fisherman, uh, who does tend to find an awful lot of saddles himself, uh, I, still, uh, I still stand by that saddle recipe. BRB myself. Um, whether there is a diamond armor for horse, uh, the horse diamond armor, that isn't in Loka just yet. 
Um, we we wanted to use it more as a reward for something. We just haven't come up with that yet, I guess. Uh, obviously, iron armor can be made by anyone, but we wanted it to be discoverable for the golden diamond one. I guess it doesn't help horses aren't particularly um, useful, but uh, we, do, we do want to add that. Guards, yes, guards and barracks. That's a fun one. Hmm. Um. I. I. I don't see why not. I mean, the, the original reason they disappeared. For for those of you who don't know, guards basically uh, you paid for them using food. Uh, that kept them around, and they would basically stand out. They'd be NPCs that would stand around your T-Gen and defend it effectively. There would be an extra layer of defense. Uh, the reason we stopped using them was basically Mythic Mobs and Disguises broke on an update to Minecraft. And it broke for an awfully long time. Which meant we just had to remove the feature. And and it is a problem with being reliant on external plugins, which is why we write a lot of stuff ourselves. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't rule it out. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Again, I wouldn't say it's top of the priority list, but providing mythic mobs and disguises are stable yeah i can see i can see them making a comeback for sure are we talking about guards mm. i think they were a fun feature i, I really do and I, I think they had a lot of uh, potential i suppose the the argument would be uh the npc count issue with in terms of any kind of tps or lag issues but uh, true I, I do like the idea of guards for sure it would be very different these days because when guards first came out, um, well, the hex grid wasn't even there. Wasn't there, yeah. So there was there was a lot of places that nobody controlled. Now you would, I mean, if everybody had guards, because it's just all you have to do is feed them. So we might have to make them a lot more expensive. But right now you would be oh, they were seeing expensive. guards in every place. <laughs> they used a lot. They ate a lot of food. They were hungry guards. Oh, fair um, enough. But my my point is, right now, if everybody had guards, every territory in the whole world, there would always yeah. be guards everywhere, constantly. We would have to do something clever, as, as in they they are unloaded majority of the time and only loaded when there's a player in or something like that. They were also a part of the conquest fight. Exactly. Yeah. So not only did they defend the territory generator from mobs or just players wandering about, but also when the territory gen fight started, they were like almost the first layer of defense. Yeah. Yeah. They get through the guards before before golems would even yeah. start to spawn. Exactly. If you exactly. had twenty guards hired for that T gen specifically, then you had the the attackers had to kill all twenty of the guards first, as that they would spawn instead of a golem until twenty were killed, and then the golems would show up. Uh, yeah, it would, Mr. P. But they weren't—they weren't like hard to kill, necessarily. They just added mm. an extra few minutes to the fight. But also, I don't think it would be that plausible to have every single territory generator guarded by guards if you owned a large number of territory. I think it would be, be very yeah, more inner territories near your more, town. More, more choose which you think are yeah. more important to have them. The other issue is that they were useless. They actually didn't do a damn thing. You could see them, and they might come after you, but you could just run away or kill them if they were very easy. We could have tuned them a little better, but at that in their current first version, they were just cool to look at, basically, and that was roughly it. And then they crashed the server. <laughs> I, I think it's fair to say that the main the main purpose of them was for fun. In, in all in truth, was was as a resource sink for food because a lot of the time, players would have these farms with all sorts of food and have no use for it, and adding the guards allowed them to to put it to good use, I suppose. So. Um, I 
think that's everything. That really that oh, more features for religions is the only other thing that's on the list. So blood was brought up by Ray Ward too, I believe. Blood, blood the idea of blood types and stuff. Um, Both are things we've got endless ideas for. Endless ideas. It's just a case of, I guess, again, prioritizing what we want to do next for Loka. Um, there's all sorts of cool things we can do for both religion and blood. They could be linked even. Um, that's, that's totally possible. Mm -hmm. Religious sacrifice? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean... Holy blood kind of thing. Indeed. There's, there's so many things, so many different routes you can go down for both. But for now, again, I, I think we'd rather prioritize other features. But holy hand grenades. Would love a holy hand grenade. Um, <laughs> it made it a but yeah, for, for now, they're, they're more sort of light features that are just there partly as an aesthetic. Uh, and, and partly as law and, and RP, um, but I, I can certainly see them having quite quite useful. Uh... Oh, we've got a bit of an Eldritch Bot anniversary update there. Isn't it beautiful? But yeah, no, I, it, they will have uses in the future. When? Don't know, but we, we have an awful lot of cool ideas for them. Um. Okay, so last this is this list is last chance for individual questions before we open up the floodgates and basically let everybody talk. So yeah, feel free to type whatever you want. Good, in, good time uh, to ask a question that you want oh, answered well. with civility uh, or run for it. <laughs> yeah, before. Can we get flooded all at once? <laughs> Plagues. And we had one of those ones too. We've had, yeah, believe it or not. Um, the uh, logo. Just, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say. I mean, we. Do you we, we first help? Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I would ask is show me what you've done before, because what we've yeah. done so far with the logo is we actually had a design competition and we had a bunch of ton of artists basically. An external one. Yeah. Um, not out. Yeah. Out, out of network basically, and they gave us all these ideas and we pared it down to a number of like six that we've chosen from. Uh, we haven't made a decision yet. If you think you can, if you think you're solid at a logo, you're welcome to give us some shots. But um, mm. we're but, certainly not sold on any that we have. I think all of them would need an element of work of, of changing with the ones that we have. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, welcome to ideas or, or whatever. It depends on your experience with it, really. I suppose. Well, still, people are asking about plagues and diseases and stuff. <laughs> Uh, again, lovely features, and, and again, blood could play a part in it, religion could play a part in it, but... The thing with all these these ideas is that they're cool, and I'd love to do them all, but, I mean, if I for all the features I add, I don't fix anything else. I don't fix conquest, I don't fix PvP, I don't fix bugs, I don't fix anything else. I mean, that's the problem, is I'm consistently trying to just do that, so then, then we can start thinking about new features. But there's even though there's been a lot of stability updates and fixes to the server, there's still so much just pieces of Loka that just do not work. And there's barely also work. An issue with suggestions is that they're often, you know, just general suggestions and not really well thought out, you know, numbers and whatnot. It's like yeah, what what dies? How does it die? What, yeah, how, how much, often does it happen? Does it kill long, you? Does it take your gear? What effects does it give? What you yeah. know. How does it spread? It's just like there's a lot more to adding a feature than just like, hey, this sounds cool, let's just do it. Yeah. 
we because we have a lot of features in Loco are because of that very mindset of my own, which is like, hey, would be cool. What if we just make it drop blood drop and then people can bottle it and then we'll figure out what it's for later. Now everybody's got thousands and thousands of blood bottles in their chests that do nothing, except now they give you random potion effects. That's about it. That's as far as we thought it through. Same with. Religion was intended to be not very featureful. It was just intended to be a thing for people. Certainly not initially, yeah. It was more of an RP feature than anything else, but again, it doesn't stop us from having all these ideas of, of uses for it. And, you know, in the future, you never know with these things. Um, regarding Zor's question with those who have pre existing built industries, um, if, if people do um, have these really elaborate builds and they're not prepared to you know spawn in the the blank industry again and and rebuild it come and have a word with me just message me on discord and i'll see see if i can uh, help you out with that but i mean otherwise, you're gonna, like i said you're still going to lose the basic the width and length footprint but it's not going to delete all the blocks and the thing is what everybody wants to do is they want to be able to put all their industries in a little line of Zor's, 10 blocks. I think Zor's specific issue though is is that he has, because he existed prior to the feature of the blank industry, he has things that uh, uh, builds that are already there that are not industries. We'll make a new industry area. I mean, everyone else has kind of had to deal with it. I think that my perhaps my patience for, for well, <laughs> I mean, Zor has gotten some stuff that isn't even fair, so it's kind of not that sympathetic, no offense, but um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anybody uh, who would like to try to give us a logo idea, just just go nuts. You got about, uh, you got about, I'll give you like a week. Um, we need to pick yeah, one. Yeah, the sooner the better, anyway. really, with it. And the same goes with anything, really. If, if you know, you want to help out with, with building on Loka, whether you've got uh, arenas or whatever it is, you know, Come, come to me on Discord. Uh, send me whatever you've got or, or whatever you want to help out with, and you know I'm more than happy to sort of help out. See, see what, see what you could do to give us a hand, because uh, you know we're we're never we'll never turn down help as long as it's uh, we think it can be beneficial to the server. Um, something from much earlier. Uh, yeah, the whole subscribers giving allowances of gems per month. Uh, yes, it's, it's quite possible. It's quite Thank possible. Either that question, or, or a discount. Another question that's asked about the gems is that would they be actual items and be like droppable or tradable and whatnot? No. Yeah. No, I they don't will be think intangible. So. They'll be like opix. Like it's they like will just be a much number. like opix, but with a purpose. Um, I dis I, I I do not agree with you thinking that they have no purpose. I take a well, opix. <laughs> Can we just um, make the currency opics? I think that would be very bad. That's a really good idea. But we have to wipe everybody's opics. Yeah, we were <laughs> to convert those to something different. Um, Platinum opics. To back to Zor's point, like I guess my point is like if you spawn in, in a blank basic industry, what you're gonna get is if, it's, if the 10 by 12 thing exists, basically what you're gonna lose is, is a 10 by 12 by 2 high, as opposed to deleting a 10 by 12 by 14 high, for example, like that. So it's it's gonna be a smaller footprint. But what we what we want to ensure is that industries still have the same footprint in everybody's towns. 
And I understand that that kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's it's only fair. And the reason I keep coming back to this like cheating thingy that I, that people have wanted to do because they did it basically when they could is that people will try to make industries more efficient by limiting the amount of travel they have to do to collect them all. Um, so. Yeah, because like, okay, so the zone will still be 14 high Zor that the, the lumber mill creates. Uh, so what's above that will become part of that zone. Yes, but what gets destroyed is only the two, like the, the base and then the chests, which is like two above it. So it should destroy less when you paste it in, but it still has to be the same size of a zone as a lumber mill would be in any other town, fully fully pasted in. So maybe that helps, and maybe that's what the understanding was, misunderstanding was. Um. Okay. Uh, they are named after the player Opic, but Opic's last name is Opic, so is Latane's last name is Opic, and so is Lazuli's last name Opic. They are, uh, they are siblings. However, Opic was the first Opic. I think, right? Was he the first Opic? I don't know. Maybe was. they all came together. They've been around he, a long he time. It was the, the very original Opic, yes. But okay. only just. Only just. And that was it for our 2017 Midsummer State of the Server. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be sure to post the next one right here as soon as it happens. See you in-game, and as always, go forth. <laughs>